Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Alexandra West, and this is Andrea Sibisati from the Faculty of Horror. And you're listening to See You Next Wednesday. Welcome to episode 82 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, October 2nd, month of Halloween, y'all. My name is Dan Gorman. Should have <laughs> wore my mint-flavored shoes. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Casey Lyons. I cured cancer, you dick. I'm Greg Legro, and I wrote a song about it. It's called You Stained Me, or Mind Jail. I haven't decided yet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sweet. Uh, this uh, we, this week we got a lot of stuff. We're talking about some film roulette later. We're gonna take a dive into Don John, the last song. Some Nicholas Sparks. It's been a while. My first Nicholas Sparks experience. Mm, yeah, then hopefully we're gonna not my last. Do uh, some rolling and see what we're gonna see next week. Sparks, Maybe indeed talk yeah. about some punishment albums and all of that in film roulette. But first, we're gonna talk about some uh, current events. Yeah, <laughs> clearly current events. current events. Events of the popular culture variety yeah. mm-hmm. um clearly we need to talk about something that everyone's been talking about yeah and yeah. by we i mean you guys go because yeah. <laughs> you don't know shit <laughs> uh breaking yeah. bad ending is what uh gorman's talking about mm-hmm. uh, yeah it was pretty uh this is a huge huge thing uh yeah this uh, it, it weirdly huge yeah um because well, the show didn't start huge uh, I think it's just been this snowball of. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I I don't even think I heard about the show until like the second the second season, and then uh, and then I powered through seasons one and two. Yeah, and was just crazy into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because like, it's not like it's been. It was ever bad. Yeah. I mean, it's always been a fucking top notch, brilliant show. Absolutely. Um. But yeah, like it just—it was kind of a word of mouth thing, and then just well, became sure. this fucking cultural phenomenon. Well, because when I heard what the premise was when it was coming out, I was like, well, I'm not going to watch that. Really? When I heard what the premise was, I was like, fucking badass. Yeah, I, don't, I thought it was just like, ugh, I don't know. I just, you know, TV had been bumming me out at that time period, and I was just like, eh, I don't know. Teacher becomes a drug dealer. This sounds stupid. <laughs> 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 and uh, I didn't want. I then. Uh, the whole first season was on demand I went back when I had cable, and I came home from work late one night and wanted to watch something I've never seen before, and just, but I'll, you know, but I didn't have to care too much. Yeah. And I watched, like, three episodes. It was, like, six in the morning. I'm like, holy oh. fuck. <laughs> this show's really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
But yeah, yeah, I think around the third season was when the show really started to blow up and get the the you know like Emmy nominations, nominations. But I feel like in this last like year and a bit is when it really blew up, and I, I know a lot of people started marathoning their way through yeah. it yeah, yeah. to get caught up to this point. And then the final episode had the highest rating of any episode. It's like by far. In the entire the run, right? run of yeah. the show. Yeah. The last high was like six and a half million viewers or something like that, and this one was over ten. I went through the average uh, uh, the average um, rankings of, of every single episode. By there's, viewer? Yeah, yeah. There's not an episode under um, eight out of ten. Yeah. Like, there's 8.1. Those sure, are the sure. lowest you can get. Well, there wasn't a bad episode. No. Not one bad episode. I never was like... Mm. Well, yeah. I guess next week will be better. Well, <laughs> he really didn't cool. make any modems. Yeah, he, say, yeah, he never turned into a fax machine. Like, because <laughs> uh, I wooga. Uh, Easy now. I don't have, have, uh, coffee? I've, I've just started. Don't worry. It's going to get much worse. Yeah. Than this. yeah. Um, so uh, I don't have cable anymore, and I don't have AMC. I've been watching it on Irish Netflix because they put it up yes. on Monday, which is totally fine. I can wait today. To See, start. I don't like it because I don't like it with the Irish accents. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I just don't look at Facebook in the morning because everyone writes stuff on the Facebook. However, on Sunday night, as the the big prim, uh, finale was happening, I, I was <laughs> hey, I sexy. was uh, Casey laid down on the couch. <laughs> Goodness, for the listeners, yeah. uh, I was with Casey, and it was just weird, you know, not planning to like try and watch it, but we started talking. We we're with Athena, and we're like, uh, "It's probably playing in a bar somewhere. Let's go." Yeah, to yeah. You know, we couldn't wait, and we we're walking around Blue Street trying to find some place that had seating that was doing a viewing. Yeah. It's a lot of places were, but all sold out. But just like you couldn't go a block without passing people who are like, so I think Jesse's gonna. Uh, oh, the thing about Badger is that I'm pretty sure he's gonna kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, but it was just like the city was really buzzing with it. You know, yeah. it was pretty. I don't know. It was just very cool. Yeah, I'm actually super. I'm not. I guess when I think of it now, I'm not surprised. But when, in the moment when you're like, I was looking for a bar and all these bars were full, full of people, all sold out. I was like, really? And then instantly, I was like, but. Breaking Bad, like yeah. yeah, instantly I was like, that's totally a thing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, which is quality. weird. But like, what other show? Yeah, has done that. Like, like, uh, did they did they show the last episode of like Six Feet Under at bars or like because no, no. uh, it was yeah. an HBO show? Cheers, too. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. They showed at Sky Dome. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, that's that's a thing. <laughs> but like, but it it. it it's so transcended what just like a regular TV show, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And also, I mean, towards around the the second to, to third uh, season, it started to become so much more cinematic. Oh yeah, than it was at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and I think the lead up to this final season has been so good, so um, good. that they haven't like like by the time Lost let everybody down. They'd already let everybody down. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was just like, and I, yeah, I knew you'd fuck it up. And by this, that's all I want thought at the end. Exactly. Same thing with Battlestar Galactica. And, I think uh, even by the end of Dexter. Oh, yeah. Like, I gave up on Dexter yeah. a couple years and, ago. And, and everything I've heard was, was like, it, it was getting worse and worse and worse. And everybody was kind of like holding on to hope that the last yeah. episode would, would, for some reason, be great. And yeah. then it was even worse than everyone imagined. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've I read s- about it, yeah. There's some rage online yeah. about that. I hilarious. stopped watching Dexter after, I think it was season three or four, the one with John Lithgow. That season because four. that season was fucking amazing. I heard and it. And really Lithgow good. was really fucking good. genius. And then anything after that, I'm like, you're just not going to top that. Yeah, yeah, no, that was the end. And also, this premise is getting stupid yeah, and well it just it's follows such a goofy formula every time where yeah. he, he has some epiphany about being a serial killer and a dad 
And then whatever he's thinking about, there's a new super mastermind serial killer in town who happens to kill in that fashion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only he can solve it. Man, Uh-oh. there are a lot of serial killers in Miami. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, like, and I think Breaking Bad learned, too, from all these big shows that have fizzled out or done the wrong thing at the end. Like Sopranos, I think it went too long. And then when the ending happened, and they made, made an artistic choice. Mm-hmm. But everyone was like, fuck off. <laughs> ah. And so nothing has really ended right except for Six Feet Under. Uh, what Breaking about the, Bad, The Wire? Maybe people seem to because I've only seen the first like season and a half of The Wire. Yeah, I've seen whole and I loved it, but I mean, I, I I never hear people saying like, "Oh, The Wire ended bad." I I hear like it was the greatest show ever. Yeah. Right. So I feel like maybe they retained some. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but again, this is like a far-reaching show, and I think yeah. Breaking Bad ended uh, well. I, yeah. I'm sad. I'm, we're not going to get into details, but I'm very satisfied with how it ended. I think they, yeah, definitely learn from other shows' mistakes. Yeah. And I think the package of start to finish, if somebody's going to yeah. marathon this show, is totally satisfying. It's yeah, like yeah. right there. The story is told. They don't. There's no loose ends and crap and wondering and, mm-hmm. and well, nothing the, fades to black in some <laughs> shit-ass way. Like, yeah. We didn't have an idea. <laughs> the, the thing is, like... What the, do the, you the, think, viewer? <laughs> How do you think we should have ended it? <laughs> the storytelling... Um, from from beginning to end, from episode one to the very last episode, there was no fat whatsoever. There was nothing that mm-hmm. happened that... There's no, like, lost episodes where it's like, what about their past? Right. Like, <laughs> let's right. flash like, back to that. Everything yeah. was leading to the same... It was That's such cool. a linear... Uh, uh, Storyline that uh, the way it wrapped up, it just kind of capped everything off. Yeah, yeah. like from this the sounds of it, happens. it had a showrunner that had an idea of what he wanted to do, yeah. where yeah. he wanted to go. And <laughs> well, that's what I was when we were talking about the show all week or all month or whatever. I was saying to Casey, like, I really think the shows that have succeeded well, the ones that have a showrunner or writer that's yeah. there the whole time. Yeah, because uh, Six Feet Under had that to a degree. Um, Oz had the same. I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head. He either wrote or co-wrote every episode. Yeah, that's why that show fits and feels so good the whole way through because it's always the same guy viewing. It feels, <laughs> feels so, so good. good. It feels Prison just like murder. getting yeah. raped in felt prison. So good. Um, yeah, it just having this. The, you know, one person's vision carry it for the whole time is yeah. really, really important to a, this kind of show. Yeah. Definitely. Or well, any show, really, you know. Yeah. Well, you, you know, there was a difference in Seinfeld when Larry David was gone. Totally, yeah. And I'm, and, and community, everybody said, dropped mm-hmm. off. and. Yeah. Uh, like, I think a lot of the concepts on community were the same, but just the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> the spirit of Dan Harmon was not no. there. No. But, yeah. Uh, if, if you're a viewer out there who hasn't uh, ever tried uh, watching Breaking Bad or whatever, yeah, get into it. It's... It's got a. It has a really strong case for best show ever. Yeah, that's yep. what I'm hearing. It's definitely within my top five shows of yeah. all time. Oh, yeah, no question. It Sweet. never. It never disappointed me once. No, no. Yeah. Every episode is fantastic, top to bottom. The acting is just uh, as good brilliant. as you could ever hope for in a TV nice. show, if not better. Sweet. Yeah, Brian Cranston is a fucking full fledged superstar now. Yeah. yeah. Tim Watley is a yeah, full-fledged right? movie star. That's what I was, and everyone's like, oh, man, at the end he's going to go into witness protection. It's going to be Malcolm in the middle. I'm like, no, he's going to become Tim Watley. Yeah. <laughs> Watley. Yeah. Tim Watley. Yeah, they all could because then she's man hands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and a gun. She's fucking man hands. It all comes back to Seinfeld. Yeah. There it is. Yep. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Um, 
I'll probably check it out eventually yeah, maybe, when maybe I get around to it. Maybe watch the best show so, yeah. anyone of ever. <laughs> maybe. I'll yeah. think about I it. I don't know. i got to catch burn notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i got to go check out Hawaii Five-0. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it gets good. I hear it gets good. <laughs> I hear at one point it's almost watchable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Something that I did watch uh, in the past week that I wanted to touch on, not as uh, long-running, obviously, as Breaking Bad. It was a movie, so it was an hour and a half. Right. But, uh, <laughs> so you're right. That's so, not as long as a TV true. show. Fact-based statement. Um, <laughs> I watched the documentary Rewind This about VHS. Right. Oh. Um, finally. I've been meaning to watch it. Very cool. Uh I love VHS, as most people that know me know. I'm <laughs> yep, fucking, you have a problem. I have a problem, and uh, so I watched this movie, and it was it was great. It's uh, it's really fun, really entertaining. It it balances nicely. It it has a nice balance of like history of VHS and and the industry, but also like the fans and 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 where it is right now. Um, some of it was like a scary glimpse into my possible future if I keep <laughs> if I keep buying as much VHS as I'm buying right now. Like, uh, you're you, like to, <laughs> to make you feel any better, the last time when you had that package of VHS, yeah. I made fun of you for having all these. I had like twelve in my bag. Yeah, like, yeah. Just look what came in the, the mail. The very next day, I was in a convenience store. I'm not there to buy any VHS, yeah. but I left that convenience store with <laughs> cuffs, three men and a baby, twins, and a movie with Dolph Lundgren and Louis Gossett Jr. Sweet. <laughs> well, I can't not buy these. Yeah, I know. I would be an idiot to not buy cuffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what am I gonna not watch cuffs like some kind of sucker? I know. <laughs> Yeah, um, I definitely, I highly recommend this movie. It's super fun, and, and there's lots of fun clips from, like, weird oddities. Like, they show a clip from the uh, Jennifer Aniston, uh, Matt, uh, who who plays Chandler? What's his last name? Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Like, they did a Windows 95 video cassette, and it's oh. like, the world's first cyber sitcom. Oh. It is gloriously bad. Yeah, I think I've seen a clip <laughs> yeah. from it or something, it's, and it's, it's, it's like... It's, it's awesome. It's lamer than Friends yeah. kind of thing, but like it's capitalizing on that kind yeah. of hipness, I know. that kind of early 90s it's, hipness. It's bonkers. And uh, they showed a clip from the, the guy from Police Academy, Bubba. He yeah. has like a workout video. Oh, and it, it, see that. it's ridiculous. <laughs> and so you come out of this movie with like all these clips that you want to YouTube and and just like a bit of a knowledge of the VHS cycle and everything that happened with Beta. And they, they dive into how like the porn industry had a hand in like the life of VHS. It's just really, really fun, entertaining movie that I'll probably watch again. Outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Right definitely on. check it out. Super sweet. I really nice. like it. Rewind this. Go Google it. Uh, follow the dude that directed it on Twitter or whatever. It's good. Check <laughs> yeah. it out. Yeah. Um, do and, something with your life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also really quickly, you you brought up music a couple episodes, Greg. Yeah. And uh, it got me thinking about how I wanted to talk about a few things. There's been a weird resurgence of bands lately kind of being like, we're back after like nine years yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a couple bands I've been listening to right now that all have had a weird jump in their history and are kind of just back all of a sudden. There's a new album by Melt Banana. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just oh, came wow. out this week. It's fucking awesome. It's called Fetch. It's great. Is it as... It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know Mel Banana, like, they're a Japanese noise band, but yeah. they're also really poppy, but crazy. Really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I, I found them through Mike Patton. Yeah. Yeah. Because he did some... He did, like, a vocal on one of their songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't... Yeah. Um, I think he took them on tour or something. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, they're... I think they're, might have put out one of their albums. Yes, too. I think so. Yeah, yeah they're crazy and, and yeah. so much fun. And so wild, like just blast beats and then like 
turn on a dime pop structures and crazy bass work. Yeah. The guitarist has a weird metal pick that he uses that's specially designed for him so he can make weird noises. Oh, yeah. Really? (laughs) Yeah. So the album's good? uh, Oh, yeah. It's really good. Um, I really like it. It's, it, it's, Everything that I would expect from Melt Banana this at this point in their career, like it's it's really crazy, really fast, but also really weirdly catchy and danceable. Nice. Um, so really good. And and on the topic of danceable, um, a band called Girls Against Boys yeah. are back with an EP, and it's like nine years or seven years or something since their last release. Um, their album, their first album, Venus Luxure Baby Number no. One. Hmm? Do you know that album? Is no. that what it's called? I don't know. It well. Okay. Yeah, it's I just something re- along remember them being a thing. Yeah, that album's incredible, and then they had a weird career where they went off on this weird path and then kind of fizzled out after a weird Return to Form album, and so they're back, and it's really cool. It's like they have two bassists and uh, just weird, noisy, danceable indie rock, and, and they're <laughs> they're one of those bands that's just like all of a sudden they're back, nothing has changed from when they were good, and you're just like, oh, cool. Oh, right yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, I had a couple. Quasi have a new album. They're they're kind of back and just all of a sudden new Quasi. Great, and that's uh, the drummer from Sleater Kinney, mm-hmm. uh, Janet Weiss, and Sam Coons. He played in Heat Miser with Elliot Smith. Mm-hmm. Solves like all of a sudden we're back with probably one of the best albums of the year. <laughs> oh, <cool. laughs> yeah. So just I think there's a lot of bands that are just all of a sudden back. That I think it's interesting. It's all happening this month. It seems. But that's what I've been listening to yeah. anyway. Well, there's been a lot of like older bands coming back, you know, like the My Bloody Valentine yeah. stuff or whatever. Uh, but coming back with good material, mm-hmm. like it's not, uh, I don't know, like in years past when some band hasn't recorded in 10, 15 years and it's like, hey, we're back. Yeah. It's been pretty crap or whatever, particularly in the 80s and 90s when that shit was happening. Yeah, yeah. Not that it's all good because, uh, you know, I heard that new Soundgarden album. That's not, <laughs> not, yeah. not okay. No. Um, yeah, it's better than the last Soundgarden album. I'll give them that, but that's not. <laughs> they got good. a little better. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for the most part, I found like they're trying really hard to make a quality record. Not yeah. just be like, we did it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. We did it. Yeah. But anyway, that's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna check out that Melt Banana album. Oh, for sure. If you if you go check out one album, I listened to it like three times the other day when it first came out because it was on it was streaming on Spin.com and they took it down because it came out yesterday, Tuesday. So now you have to go buy it, and it's not on streaming services, so I'm going to have to go buy it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Lots of cool music out there. Yeah, Sweet. Cool. Yeah. yeah. What else? Uh, well, when uh, when we couldn't watch Breaking Bad because all these... Oh, you didn't get into a bar? We did not. Okay. No. Did not. So we oh, went sure. back... Uh, we all went back to my place, and uh, we watched 50-50. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Casey mentioned briefly before yeah. we started recording. That uh, is a good movie. What a great! I movie. love that movie. Yeah. Holy crap! It's yeah. really good. Yeah, that's no, we're a little late to the party with this one, but Jesus Christ, Niagara what Falls, what a good movie, Johnny oh Boy. I, I <laughs> make me cry. That movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm essentially an emotionless robot in a lot of ways. But I've always thought that about you. Oh yeah, I'm the worst. Mm-hmm. I'm this side of a sociopath. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like like every once in a while in that movie. Like it's just it's so honest. It, it comes by everything so honestly. Yeah. Um. That yeah, you just catch yourself. You're like not crying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not. it's not an emotionally manipulative film. No. It, it is a comedy, for the most part. Uh. Or it's it's got a lot of comedy moments. In it. Yeah. 
Um, the performances are great. I loved Seth Rogen in it. Yeah. He was fucking great. God yeah. damn. He, I mean, he's doing his Seth Rogen thing. It's not like he turned in some tour de force performance. No. He's very funny in it, but it's very tempered. And it works. Like, and he within... seems like a person, not a guy who's just like fucking, yeah. uh, penis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I briefly mentioned that uh, to Casey before we before you got here, Greg. I just kind of, we were talking about it very shortly, and then we were like, well, we got to save this for the air. But I was kind of mentioning that. It, it's a movie that comes by the the relationships between the two central males, like mm. really honestly, Absolutely. in comparison to say like a Judd Apatow movie, where as Casey said to me, like it's movie bros or whatever, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, that was what I was talking about with Athena, and I like I loved their friendship in the movie. It was just it was a, it's a, a selling point of the film yeah. is how awesome the, uh, to, to watch this friendship mm-hmm. is. Not that it's like the greatest you know the two greatest friends who are no. friends <laughs> could ever be, but just like how it works and yeah. the dynamics of it are great. And there's little things that happen throughout the storyline that are really fucking awesome with it. Yeah, uh, and yeah, Joseph Gordon Lovett just out, knocks it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just, everybody fucking Anna Kendrick is amazing in yeah. it. Yeah, fucking Bryce Dallas Howard is great because I yeah. just fucking hated her idiot face in that movie <laughs> and generally I like her yeah i was yeah. like oh you dumb You've, c word yeah <laughs> yeah it's a good it's a good movie I, I i saw it i think i saw it in theaters uh I, I didn't see it like right when it came out but um i do remember checking it out and being like really surprised and really happy with it because it's pretty great oh, yeah. it was one of the better movie. movies i saw that yeah, year great yeah. pace to it it's yeah just, it's, it's good direction good acting good script yeah very good storytelling yeah, definitely. Highly, highly recommend if you if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's on Netflix, right? Oh it yeah, is, is that where you guys watch many it? of the regions? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, go go check that out because I feel like that's a movie that got a lot of buzz when it came out, but there was a lot of people that just like didn't check it out because they were like a comedy about cancer that's like not going to work or whatever. Yeah. But then didn't really realize that it's actually this really like nuanced drama that is also funny, yeah. right? <laughs> And Matt Frewer's in it. I yeah. Was, I was yeah. Like, hey, look, it's yeah. Matt. Yeah, and it's Philip Baker Hedrum. Hall. Yeah. The, yeah. The, uh, I dare you to not like Philip Baker Hall. He's <laughs> the best, always. Yeah. The uh, the girl that Seth Rogen, they go to like a bar and they bring home these two girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah the girl, girl from Seth, Ready or Not. The girl that Seth Rogen brings home, she's not from Ready or Not. Oh, I was talking about the yeah, first girl. The other girl. Well, the, the, when they bring home the two girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The girl that that Seth Rogen brings home, I went to college with. Oh, no. <laughs> she, like, drove me to school a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really weird. She's, like, pretty big right now. Nice. I'm, not, I'm not, like, bragging. Like, oh, I knew her. Like, I didn't really know her. She was just in my class. But right. it's just pretty cool to see, know. like, this she, person I know is, like, in these movies. She, she, yeah. drove, you to, she drove you to school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was that a euphemism? No. <laughs> okay. No. It was, like, we got to go somewhere, and it's Thunder Bay, and it's the winter. So oh, we have okay. to use a car, <laughs> or else we will die. In the cold, because <laughs> it's negative forty-five but right now. Die in the cold. <laughs> That's a euphemism, yeah. right? Yeah. For that, butt sex. <laughs> yeah, really good movie. Yeah, uh, really yeah, cool. yeah. Absolutely great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, did you guys watch the Foxcatcher teaser? You tried. I you? tried, but they've uh, ripped it off the internet. Yeah, did the you what, watch what? that? The Foxcatcher teaser? It has um, Channing Tatum, Steve Carell. Oh, no, I didn't. It's about like a true story about this Olympic uh, wrestler who's, I think it's his coach from the teaser, ends up killing his brother. There's this really crazy story behind it that I was looking into. Mm-hmm. And the trailer will make you... Really, really surprised about Steve Carell because he's kind of been other than the way way back, which we Casey and I saw and loved. Yeah, uh, like he was really good in that, and it's been a while. I mean, we've talked a lot about like Dan sleeps on pancakes or whatever, <laughs> like Dan in the real world, and all these movies that he's been in that just were not very good. And this movie, he's got this like thick American accent, and he's a little bit overweight, and he's really, really. Scared 
scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it. I'm very interested in seeing this film because Channing Tatum looks amazing in it. The story looks really intense. It's a teaser and it's just really creepy. And there's a sense of dread in it. And you're kind of, I don't know. All of a sudden, I'm really excited for this movie. I had no idea anything about it. Yeah. I remember reading something about it and uh, like a long time ago. And Steve Carell saying, yeah, yeah, this this is going to be my big movie. Like, yeah. this is going to be the one where I really get to act. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Awesome. That's the teaser. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then there was a trailer for the Need for Speed movie. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watch watched that. Because <laughs> honestly, I, I, I was so wrapped up in Breaking Bad and everything. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like it's just going to bum me out to see Aaron Paul doing shitty crap. <laughs> well, okay. It is... A video game movie. I've yeah. seen the trailer twice. Yeah, me right. too. And uh, and it's just such a stupid name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Need for speed. Man. Yeah, but and the trailer. It's, it's based off like games that like they don't have plots. Yeah, really. Not, they they tried on a few it's games. It's just but... selling me a fucking name, which yeah. is like fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I want to see it. <laughs> I know. Really? It's got this trailer with a lot of slow it, motion cars flying all over the place. It looks like shit. But yeah, a really basic fucking it. monologue from Aaron Paul about how he's gonna fuck everybody the fuck up for fucking with him and fuck them for doing that. Yeah, yeah. All and, right. Uh, like it lo- like and <laughs> classical music, like opera playing while yeah. cars are flying through the air. I'm just like. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a trailer that I'm you like. You got me. Yeah. It's a trailer where I think that the, the monologue in it is preposterous and mm-hmm. awful and mm-hmm. the music is stupid and pl- and like just manipulative and, and it looks like it's going to be a real shit movie. Yeah. But, but I want to see Aaron Paul yeah. carry a shit movie. But then a, like a car flies in the air and I'm like, that looks awesome. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Filmed very nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Like really so, great cinematography. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yep. I'm definitely on board for it. I was looking at Aaron Paul's IMDb because I heard this was guys. I saw a still from this on yeah. something, and I was like, "Oh man, is he just gonna like be the guy who was on Breaking Bad, then made a bunch of like bad Nicolas Cage movies yeah. or something?" That's a bummer. So I looked at his IMDb. No, you're thinking of Nicolas Cage. Right? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> he usually handles most of the bad Nicolas Cage movies. <laughs> Uh, but it's like, yeah, he's got this uh, coming up and then like something else that's, you know, nobody really in it. And yeah. then like in 2014, he's Untitled got Untitled Breaking Bad movie. No, there's <laughs> just like, he's he's in a cast. Possible like, title, Breaking Bad. Yeah, you know, I what is he in? Up. I can't remember what the name of it is, but that he's got this movie that's filming now. Like, okay, this is your shot. Yeah. This is where you're in with all the, uh, you know, uh, the big, actors big director, and, yeah. big actors. Like it's a huge ensemble cast. Um, I'm not sure if he's the lead or what the deal is exactly because it's it is kind of far away. Yeah, because you don't have IMDb Pro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have a shield. I gotta for the... <laughs> Take my money. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, I just uh, it was good to see that he's got uh, something know, that could something really big. Uh, yeah. coming down the pipe. And it is called. It is called. Oh, this app is killing me. All the people on <laughs> online crap. listening have looked it up. Yelling it into their... I know. <laughs> like okay, I it's do. It's called Exodus, and it's directed okay. by Ridley Scott, and it's oh. Aaron Paul, Christian Bale, Joel Edgerton, Ben Kingsley, Sweet. Sigourney Weaver, John Turturro. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Nice. So, you're pretty... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is... That's your shot, kid. If he fucks Get in up, there. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Ridley Scott, have you seen the trailer for that movie, The yeah. Counselor? Yeah, yeah Man, that thing looks fucking awesome. That looks great. Looks good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen it a couple times at the movies now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like after this, after, after Savages, kind of like hoping he does a good one. Or was that Oliver Stone? No, that, that was, was Oliver Stone. Stone. Okay. No, his last thing was Prometheus. Was Prometheus. Prometheus. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. Well, after Prometheus, I'm kind of <laughs> like, I'd like you to be back on board. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but.
But yeah, that I, I don't know a cast that good. It's kind of yeah. hard to go wrong. Cormac yeah, McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah, I'm excited for that yeah, movie. Yeah, I mean, and I'm again with this with that kind of bleakness that I yeah. know is going to come from Cormac McCarthy. With Ridley Scott's uh, tendency to sh- the way he shoots mm-hmm. films, you know, I I didn't like a big chunk of his career. Yeah, I, know. I hate Gladiator and all oh, that crap. Gladiator's Ugh. awful. I, I got like, worst. I got halfway through that movie, or like a uh, half an hour through that movie, and I'm like, I don't care about any of this. Yeah, I do not like that movie. No. Not entertained. Yeah, no, <laughs> not really. Not really. No. Fight that tiger. Do it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited with his filmmaking style because even with those movies he, he gets landscape he gets yeah. the wide shot those actors totally. that writer I think yeah I'm kind of hard to fuck it up definitely yeah. uh, what else anything before we get to film roulette or I, gonna... I got something yeah I, I watched uh, Jack Reach Around oh you watched it again mm, I've never oh seen you hadn't it. seen it yet no no it was my first okay watch. so when we watched it was, was it... that the losing movie then I no it was the it. winner no, you or just, did saw, I just it. saw it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was for our boxing week spectacular. Yeah, it's on Netflix now. So yeah, I, yeah I got and it. I ranted about it having if you were if you didn't listen to one of the most recent episodes, I saw this movie that I had seen like a year prior, Jack Reacher, and was kind of like when I saw it, I, I enjoyed it, and then I checked it out again this year and was yeah. like, whoa, I hate this movie. <laughs> well, and, you know, it is a really bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I I, I don't uh, it makes me scared because all of a sudden I'm judging myself from a year ago yeah, like yeah, yeah. what the fuck what did you see in this movie yeah. Gorman? Well, well, again, fair, you were a big idiot yeah. back then. I grew up a lot in a You've year. You've been podcasting really for a year now. <laughs> yeah. Um it Now okay again I was saying when we when you're ranting about it sometimes when you're watching a music uh, a movie like just in a critical sense yeah. you really you, you almost don't watch it just for the movie it is. Yeah. You know it's a hard thing to separate your mind. Yeah. And it's it looks really nice. Yeah, it's a well-shot um, It's got thriller. scenes that are good. It has people you like. Yeah, <laughs> so it's easy to kind of go, all right, well, there's this about it, and I yeah. get that it's not the, it's not a straight-up action movie. The, it is yeah. more of a drama thriller. The opening, the first, like, five or ten minutes is, like, a guy getting ready to do a shooting, yeah. and, it's, and it reminds me a lot of the opening of the original Mechanic with Charles Bronson. It's like, there's no dialogue. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of setting things up, and it and it's shot well, and it's and it's scored well, and it works. And so for the first 10 minutes when I was rewatching, I was like, oh yeah, I really like this movie. For sure. And then like 10 minutes well, yeah, into so it. It's sort of like the opening of Dirty Harry. Too. Yeah. You know, and man. then, yeah, 10 minutes into it, people start talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, you should have oh, done the whole movie like that. Well, then I was watching it, and it was like a half an hour in, I'm like, oh, well, you know what? I can get behind this. Mm-hmm. This is just like a fucking B movie, yeah, that's cool. But it's a two hour and twenty minute yeah, B and it's movie. Boring. It's really glossy. It's two hours and twenty. Oh yeah, minutes? it's long, man. Yeah. Jesus, like, it's and it not, feels it. Yeah, and the problem is that the, with a movie this long, where you know right away, yeah, that the guy that's accused of the shooting isn't the guy. Yeah, like the there's no mystery to yeah. so movies like this are so stupid. Maybe it works in the book, but this is terrible because you you spend the whole movie knowing, yeah, yelling, yelling and you're waiting screen. for. Tom Cruise to figure it out yeah. like it wasn't him <laughs> figure it out and get on with this shit we already know it's yeah. the guy who ruined Die Hard 5 yeah uh, <laughs> yeah 
Five? Definitely. Yeah. Um, and and Tom Cruise doesn't do that much. He makes no. the he makes the the woman that that hires him in the film. He makes her do all the dirty work. Right. He like he's like <laughs> go investigate all these people who have had like their lives torn apart by this murder, and I'm gonna go to a bar and like be a smarmy asshole and fucking yeah. not actually really do much of anything. Yeah, I thought he was doing that to like teach her an emotional lesson. I know or something it's like weird, that. Right? But then it's like no no give me all the information. Like it was like yeah. a, like a task. <laughs> yeah. I'm like Aaron running your son. She's the I know. Are you being paid, <laughs> yeah. sir? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a it's a bummer of a movie, uh, and I don't I you know at for a while halfway through I feel like Christopher McQuarrie uh, like tricked yeah. me into thinking he was directing it well, but then I was like I don't think so because this is the, everything is the wrong tone mm-hmm. for what movie this is. Yeah. That being said, if this movie had been made in 1986, yeah. and it was only like 87 minutes yeah. long, and it was starring like Rucker Howard or, or something. something like that, you know, yeah. or like Clint Eastwood, uh, yeah, yeah, in his like tightrope phase, or oh, something like I that. I like tightrope. Yeah, right. That's on. a good movie. Uh, you know, then this would work as like yeah. a kind of fun B thriller because yeah. this can only be B. Yeah, it, with tr- this it tries to line. sell itself too serious and it, I mean, and it has like moments of comedy and moments of stuff like yeah, there's yeah, yeah. a lot of funny lines in it but uh, yeah like you're absolutely right if this had the right running time and if it was in a different era yeah 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 you would just be like written for a different era yeah. this is not now <laughs> and Tom Cruise is miscast yeah. highly now I like Tom Cruise but he can't like you can get like Rucker Hauer or like Clint Eastwood could play the detachment of the yeah. guy who really doesn't want to be part of anything, yeah. and he's just and he does what he does because mm-hmm. he does it well, and that's that. And Tom, and Tom Cruise is trying to play this loner, you know, like well, he says like eight so, times in the movie, "I'm a lonely man," you, and I'm a but drifter. He he's too connectable. Yeah. He's Tom Cruise, and and he's so likable yeah. that he can't. He's like you know, I'm a loner. I do everything alone. But seriously, you should live in my Wink. beach house for yeah. a month. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Oprah. I made you a necklace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but don't talk to me. Yeah. yeah. I know. But we'll talk, though. And the script has Have you seen Breaking these Bad? lines and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I watched it alone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the script has them selling these lines, like, I'll show you the inside of an ambulance or whatever, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like, it, it, it's too charming at moments. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but He doesn't sell the tough guy lines. No. He's not that kind of tough guy. Yeah. He's good in the Mission Impossible. Like he can do action. He's fine with like Ethan Hunt, that kind yeah. of tough guy for sure. But not. Well, I mean, he's not like, Eastwood. He's yeah. not. There's three fight scenes or something in Jack Reacher, and one of them, the guys beat themselves up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what is with that scene? <laughs> I know. That is the wackiest. I know. Fight scene I have ever, ever seen. seen. <laughs> I couldn't there's believe a, for what Casey, what's going on there. <laughs> for Casey and the people that haven't seen Jack Reacher, sorry, I'm going to spoil one scene. <laughs> there's a scene where two guys are trying to beat Tom Cruise up in a bathroom, and because the bathroom is so small and enclosed, the, and they're like these two burly tough dudes who are trying to get at him first. They're like fighting over each other, but then they just end up like accidentally hitting each other with with like pipes and like <laughs> Tom Cruise, yeah. While Tom Cruise is like falling out of the way and slipping and stuff, and while yakking like, sax is playing, yeah, yeah I, I wish <laughs> they get the drop. Like they've got him, but I they know. cannot hit him. Yeah. They hit the ceiling, the wall, the door frame, the side of the each tub, other, each other over and stairs. over to the point where they've got to go. Just, just stop. Yeah. <laughs> I assume there's a lot of whoa. whoa. Yeah, there should be. It seems One of them like it's from a, a totally beer. different movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I'm watching Naked Gun or something yeah. like that. It's from a totally different movie it was so fucking fucked up mm-hmm. oh thank you for bringing that up i almost told i forgot about the <laughs> wackiest fight scene ever and then yeah. like the one guy gets like out yeah like by his buddy hits yeah. him in the face with a bat and that gives tom cruise a chance to beat everybody yeah. up 
Yeah, it's really bad. And, and, oh, man. and I remember I, it's so weird to think back because I, I know I had issues with it when I watched it, but I think I, I must have just been looking at it. The, like looking in the direction of the movie and being like, yeah, that's yeah. a. It's kind of like the movies I like that are shitty from the eighties. So like, yeah, I must yeah, because like it, it is. Because I kept thinking about like, yeah, like the, that mid that that when Rucker Howard is doing movies like Wanted, Dead or Alive, yeah. and Blind Fury, and yeah. you know, his action B phase. He'd be perfect for this, and like with like a mullet and yeah. you know, like chewing on a toothpick or something. something. Like, yeah, you know, totally. And he can sell those tough guy lines where I'd be like, "Yeah, I know." Tom Cruise says, "I'm like, oh, no, that's, a, <laughs> that's adorable." Go spin some cocktails, <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. Go, go be a likable. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Reach around, Jack. Reach around. Yeah. Right. Well, t- tune in next week when I watch Jack <laughs> Creature. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And we do this movie for a whole month. I guarantee if you were to watch it after the two conversations that we've had uh, lately, you, you, you wouldn't make it through the whole thing. smell coming from a mile <laughs> yeah. away. Yeah. But you, you, you also... That smells like Reacher's Day. Yeah. You also <laughs> won't watch it all. I think you would get like 10 minutes, like half an hour in, and once it started to go real bad, you'd be like, all right, I know this. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Probably. Um, so now we're going to get into some movies we did watch all the way through with Film Roulette. Let's do it. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week, Greg and I went and saw Don John. The loser has to go see something shitty, but this week, Casey didn't have to go anywhere. He lost and he stayed at home and watched a Nicholas Sparks movie called The Last Song. Is that what it was called? Yep. yep. It was uh, my first Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. Not my last. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about those and then we're going to talk about an album that uh, who had to, me and Greg. Me. Greg had to listen to a album. So we're going to talk about that and then we'll get into a punishment album for next week. Word. This is what we do. Uh, so let's get right into Don John, JGL's directorial <laughs> debut. <laughs> Um, Welcome to the dog pound. Yeah. <laughs> Find out if this movie's in the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> doghouse. Nice. Yeah, so we we saw this. We talked about this trailer when it came out. Uh, it had a really good trailer. Yep. Um, 
some there's some fair buzz coming out of this movie. It's getting pr- pretty good, pretty good reviews. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised that it wasn't getting as good of reviews as I had thought when I saw the trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's sitting at like 65 or something. Oh, really? Like, yeah, it's it's not it's not hitting super high. Oh, notes. I thought it was at like a solid 81 on No, uh, I think it's tomatoes. a little bit lower than that on But that was Metacritic, that was sort of uh, a preliminary yeah. number, I think. Yeah. I checked like the other day and it was and it was lower than I thought. It's not a contest, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so, how would you explain this movie? Uh, this movie... Sort of a comedy, sort of a drama. Yeah, it's a little leaning yeah. more into the, the uh, comedy yeah. side. It's about a, a young guy who's... Uh, a Joyzy Shua kind of guy. Yeah, who's addicted to porn. Yeah. Um, and, he, and, and kind of addicted to lots of things, like routine. Yeah, very much a routine very guy. Adi- yeah. He's uh yeah it was the trailer but you know like uh, his family his his boys his church yeah, his, his gym. girls his porn his gym yeah, yeah his body his car yeah his pad and uh, yeah I, I think it's well yeah it's sitting at well okay it's got sixty six on Metascore and okay. seven and a half on IMDb yeah um, I thought this movie was fucking great yeah really good I I struggled a lot of with fun it. I thought it was just a really really fun mm-hmm. movie it's not too heavy yeah. Uh, but you do love watching former child stars jerk off, though. It's <laughs> always been a thing. Come of on, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Todd Bridges—he uh, celebrates the entire genre. <laughs> I thought it was just like a nice light watch that was really entertaining. Yeah. I thought it was pretty well directed. I liked his use of repetition. Like, yeah, but all the themes were handled really well there. Yeah, I, I think. I think it's aesthetically as a debut film, I was very satisfied. I mm-hmm. thought, um, really good. It, it's it's. It's it's a good movie. I did struggle with it a little though. I didn't come out thinking that it was great. No, came out I, thinking like that was okay. Yeah, I, well, okay. I I laughed a lot. I yeah. thought the the jokes landed. The performances, pretty much top to bottom, were, were great. Tony Danza is great. I like it. Tony Danza. Julianne Moore is fucking awesome in it. Mm-hmm. I really liked her. I uh, I thought she was really good. Definitely. Yeah. I I think it's a movie that has a lot to say, and I didn't think that it actually had much depth. To it, like I thought that, like there, that it was really admirable in its themes about like like mis- misogyny and and treating mm-hmm. women that instead of like nice instead of objectifying them. And I think on that regard, that it's a crowd pleasing comedy with some dramatic elements that has that as like a theme. I was so on board with, but I yeah. just kind of thought that it didn't. I wanted it to go further. I felt like by the end of it, I I thought it kind of like dropped some of the themes and it kind of loses track of some of the characters and the women specifically. And I also just thought. Yeah, I don't know. I just kept thinking like this movie could have had a little bit more to it, and it's fine that it doesn't. Yeah, it was I, like I still thought it was a good movie. I know what you're talking about, and uh, I like I'm, I'm kind of fine and almost glad it didn't go too far into that yeah. stuff because it is a lighter movie. Yeah, this definitely. is this is for fun watching. It is a comedy, mm-hmm. uh, and you see what's wrong with him in how he relates yes. to uh, himself and women and yeah. his family and he starts to get it at the end and that's yes. enough for me that I, he yeah. starts to get it I like that we all the, yeah. know why it's wrong you see why it's wrong exactly. over and over I, I, I agree that I, I'm glad movie. it didn't go so far that it was like and now he's perfect again yeah, you know, it's kind of like, like unnecessary. there's no huge ma- mainly I think it's a movie about reaching sexual maturity not in the sense mm-hmm. of like I've got pubes now yeah but like how <laughs> <laughs> I would like that to be a line in the movie only spoken by Tony <laughs> um, just in how you you know how you treat a woman or no not just a woman but uh, how people treat each other yeah 
uh, in an emotional and physical relationship and how the, you know, I, I think it handles that honestly mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, fairly well. Yeah. So I liked it. I don't know. I just liked how things fell out. I liked the jokes. I liked the characters. Uh, I was thinking about it for a couple of days afterwards. You know, I enjoyed myself. Yeah, yeah. Tony Danza, great to see him in a movie. Yeah. Uh, and he kicks ass in it. And I his, his character's name is Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Surprisingly, he's not a Tony in this. Yeah. Oh, is there a lot of screen time where he's just not responding yeah. to anyone? <laughs> hey, Kevin. Kevin. Stamping on his foot. Your name's yeah. Kevin. Yeah. I, the, no, I'm Tony. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Tony. I, I thought Brie oh, Larson no. was a little underused. Like, she's kind of plays oh, Brie Larson's in it? Yeah. And I she, I've loved how she was used. I, I thought, like, I, I... I thought that was really funny. I liked it. But I was also kind of like, ah, oh, but it, but she's great, and I kept, I felt like there could like it's a it's a, like without spoiling it, I think like she plays someone who doesn't really speak for the move for the duration of the film, and 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 I and I liked the gag to it, and I mm-hmm. liked how it worked within his his life, but I just I don't know there was something about it where I was that that rubbed me the wrong way. Oh, so I quite liked it, and yeah, I, and I feel like like he got definitely has like some people show up and do some favors for him being yeah. in this movie, which. I think it's cool, and I like. I think that he just. I think it's really cool and admirable that yeah. he threw this movie together, first time director. Totally, and yeah, it got his yeah, friends to come in and do this. It has a loose, yeah. fun feel the whole way through. Of like, I don't know, just yeah, talented I agree. people made a cool thing for you to watch. Totally, you know? and 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 is again aesthetically as like a debut film that has this like as assured of a of a style. I mean, it's mm. not like a brand new style like the repetitive editing no. and the fast cuts, but like that it works and as stylistically as a debut film so well it's mm-hmm. like wow i can't wait to see like where what's he gonna do next like, yeah yeah it's like, really it, streamlined it yeah. cooks you know it, it does just, yeah i uh i really enjoy it i'll watch it again yeah so, uh, you know he's a it's a pretty entertaining character he's put yeah. together uh, definitely uh, <laughs> i feel like there's a bit i feel like i i don't know if i've actually read any but i feel like there will might be people <clears throat> criticizing like a certain relationship in the film later yeah. to not spoil anything and i feel like that's I was watching it. I was like, I could totally see people saying like this. I don't buy this. Yeah. Like what happens later in the movie. And I was kind of like, that's, a, I felt like, I, I don't know. It's weird to me to say like, I feel like that would be offensive because I haven't actually had anyone say to me like, oh, I don't buy that relationship. But yeah. I feel like a lot of people would say that. And to me, I'm kind of like, well, you're not giving credit to like the kinds of relationships people have in real life where Absolutely. you're not like exactly, like, you don't match up perfectly like in the way you live your life or whatever. And I just felt like I liked that about the, the finale of the movie that it had this relationship that isn't the kind that you usually see uh, in, in movies like this that's as breezy of a movie. I mm-hmm. did think it was really admirable in a lot of the things that it was saying. I just, I don't know. For me, I wanted a little bit more, but I think it's a crowd-pleasing movie with those themes in there is is really cool. I think, like, overall, I would say it was a, it was a good movie and I enjoyed it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, you know, like, 50-50 is a much stronger film, yeah. stronger performances, but it's because it's rooted in something totally. more important than yeah. jerking off the porn but again <laughs> yeah. this is a movie about jacking it to porn yeah. well it's as important yeah. yeah and 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 to go back to the style like i really liked that he uses the uh like boot up noise oh, it's yeah, kind yeah. of like a, a like a repeating theme mm-hmm. to kind of like 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 let the audience know kind of thing it's a little gag that kind of comes in it and you're just, it's just it works so well and he doesn't overuse it no no and it's just it shows oh that's the thing is like it, it, it's made with a lot of confidence yeah uh, I've heard that word thrown around a lot with this movie, and it's absolutely yeah. spot on. But it, it doesn't go too far with any of the repetition choices. Yeah, like they're they're all perfectly timed. Then they're spaced out long enough so when it comes back again for reincorporation, it's really well handled. Yeah, 
It's a yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's just, just a great, like, good, yeah, good watch. You can it's a good date yeah. movie or you know fucking just. It's a good date movie. Yeah, because it's it's a good. I think it's a good relationship movie. It's a better right. date movie than you would expect. Yeah. like for sure. I think it's a it's a movie with a lot of confidence, and and I felt like there were moments where I felt like the movie wanted me to enjoy it more than I was enjoying it. Yeah, but as a whole. I, I was a little disappointed, but I do think it's a very solid film. I think it's something that a lot of people should go check out as a first movie from a director that used to be an actor. Like, yeah, I think there's a lot to recommend here. Yeah. Yeah. And just Joseph Gordon-Levitt, man, he is on a tear right now. Yeah. Just he can do anything he wants right I now. I know. <laughs> pretty crazy. Pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's a fun movie. Um. What, so Casey, you yeah. didn't you didn't have to go to the movies. No, I didn't. No, I stayed I stayed in. Yeah, <laughs> and I watched a movie mm-hmm. called The Last Song. Oh, yeah. who's in that one? Uh, Sounds interesting. Oh, you don't even know the half of it. Uh, it's got Miley Cyrus. Oh, Kelly Preston, a sledgehammer. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, the does, she lick, does she lick Kelly Preston awkwardly in it? Uh, not awkwardly, beautiful. <laughs> um, it's got Thor's brother, um, and Greg Kinnear. Oh, so mm-hmm. he's in there. Sweet. Um, I don't know. Like this movie is about. It's oh, whew. It's, okay, this is a Nicholas Sparks. So we, I've seen a Nicholas Sparks movie in theaters for the show as a punishment. Have you yes. seen anything Nicholas Sparks related, Greg? I've seen The Notebook. Okay, but you, not, you did not for the not show. For the show. <laughs> no, that was for my own personal enjoyment. <laughs> um, so we've all had experiences. So yeah, so basically this this movie is about a girl who's this piano prodigy who's taught by her dad. Uh, her dad and mom get divorced, and now she hates her dad. Uh, and then she has to go is her live dad with Greg him. Kinnear. Yes, well, I hate him oh. too. Then. Uh, <laughs> her dad is actually Greg Kinnear. <laughs> He's like, hi everybody, I'm movie, I'm TV and movies. Greg Kinnear. Um, so do she... something from Talk Soup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Who said that? So she has to. <laughs> so she has to uh, to go and live with him. Her and her little brother have to go and live with him uh, down by the ocean for the summer. Uh, and she goes there and she falls in love with Thor's brother. Um, uh, and uh, th- this movie is about something every 10 minutes. <laughs> every 10 minutes, it sets something up. Because she starts out, this is Miley Cyrus, and she starts out and she is a bitch because she does not want to go and live with her dad no because uh, her dad's a dick who divorced her mom yeah uh and so that's the reason she doesn't play piano anymore even though she's this prodigy mm. um and uh so she goes down and she goes to live does he with- push piano on her no he's perfectly nice the whole time <laughs> he's a very sweet loving dad uh and she is a bitch <laughs> like they you have mean this moment misunderstood uh, no, she's a bit like this is the this is the problem is that maybe it's supposed to be a nuanced character, but a you got Nicholas Parks writing it, and I don't think this guy understands the word nuance. And you've got Miley Cyrus in the role, and she like I feel like the director was just like, okay, you're really mad at your dad, so she goes, okay, mad at my dad. Mm, I'm mad at my dad, <laughs> and that's her whole acting tone throughout the whole entire point yeah. until the director was like, you're not mad at your dad anymore, and she's like, I'm not mad at dad anymore <laughs> like she, she has no nuance either so 
she just comes off as this insufferable bitch and they have this kind of save the cat moment like cause she's stomping yeah. around and they have this like kind of Blake Snyder save the cat moment where there's these sea turtles who the raccoons are always trying the sea turtle eggs that the, the raccoons are always trying to get at and she wants to save them but even when she's doing this like great humanitarian act she still seems like a, I'm gonna save these fucking turtles <laughs> like she still seems like such an unlikable cock um Okay, so then she meets Thor's brother, and she doesn't like him because he's a big jock and she's a stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but he like is totally charming, totally loves her, and and then uh, and she calls somebody to come save the sea turtles, and guess who shows up? It's oh, him shit. because he plays beach volleyball and is a mechanic and also saves sea turtles. He does literally every job. And is Batman? Uh, he's also <laughs> Batman, and he's Jack Reacher at yeah. points of this movie, which is weird. Um, so he shows up and he and he's gonna guard the turtles. So then they connect and. <laughs> She's reading Anna Karenina, and I'm like, of course you are, because yeah. like that was the only other character from a movie that I watched for this podcast that was as big a bitch as she was. <laughs> um, so I thought it was great. So they bond over that, and then they become good friends, and then uh, and then her little and brother. More? Question mark. <laughs> Exclamation point. Well, oh. um, some, some finality with that. Oh, yeah. So, uh, oh, and all the time she's got this little brother who's like that fucking insufferable, like, ah, I'm a precocious little brother who says yeah. things like, oh, looks like she's got PMS. Do you know what PMS means? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, what is it? Oh, pissed at men syndrome. Uh. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> is that your final answer? <laughs> <laughs> also, bitches, right? <laughs> they hate men. <laughs> <laughs> it was just oh, it was the worst. So then, so then she falls in love with him, but then she finds out that he does. You know, he had other girlfriends before her, and now Uh-oh. she hates him again. Uh-oh. And now she loves her dad because her dad said something nice, and she's like, "I love you, daddy. You are my daddy." <laughs> and then she's like, "I love you too, Thor's brother. You're all right, I guess." And then her, and then oh, and then throughout this whole thing, there's a through line of like somebody burned down the church, and they <laughs> all think it was Greg Kinnear because he fell asleep what? at the church. <laughs> with fire in his yeah, lap. He set himself on fire and fell asleep at the church. Uh, and, and and so, like, the whole town blames him for burning down the church. So he's making the stained glass window to fix the church. Uh, Does it break? Does somebody accidentally break the stained glass window? Uh, no. No. Okay. No. Um, I guess I'm no Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> yeah, really. You couldn't write half this movie. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so there's that whole thing going on. And then, oh, I love my daddy now, and I love Thor's brother, and I love the beach and turtles and stuff. What about her now. little brother? Does she love him now? Oh, she does love him, too. Oh, thank God. She Sounds learns... like this movie's about to wrap up on a positive note. Totally. <laughs> and she learns the meaning of Christmas, yeah. and uh, <laughs> she believes in God again. Mm-hmm. And then her dad gets cancer. Oh, oh. Nicholas Sparks, you old Page Turner, you. <laughs> oh, my God. This thing is... <laughs> he is quite the page turner. <laughs> this thing is so manipulative. It's it's just Nicholas so like Sparks manipulative. She, oh, this guy's a horrible. Nope, he's got a heart of gold. Now the dad's horrible. Nope, he's a pretty good dad. Oh no, now he has cancer. Oh, and then everybody makes a speech about how sometimes in life you gotta love people, and then you gotta love life, and then when life loves you, you gotta love people and life and love. Uh, and everybody makes one of those speeches. Yeah. And then, um, and then, 
Uh, yeah, so sorry what happens. <laughs> oh, it's just, there's all these two-dimensional um, uh, characters, and then the dad dies, I guess. Oh, then then one thing that, uh, like, okay, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I fell asleep for five minutes <laughs> during this movie. That's okay, I fell asleep during Smurfs, too. Right. Um, so, I don't fall asleep because I'm a professional. Uh, oh, and then, then you find out that, that Thor's brother was the one who burned down the church because he was playing with fire behind the church. Oh, man. Like, this guy's like 19 years old or something. Yeah, like, grow up. Because there's all this holy water in case something catches. <laughs> well, exactly, but apparently to no avail. So uh, so then they find out that, and then the dad forgives him for that and, or whatever. And then the dad <laughs> dies, and but she doesn't forgive him. She's like, you get out of here. I don't ever want to see you again for burning down the church blame my daddy. And then, uh, uh, and then he goes away, and then the dad dies, and they're at the funeral, and everyone's like all sad at the funeral and everything, and she's like looking around for for Thor's brother. Uh, where? Why didn't he come to the funeral? And then in the middle of the funeral, he walks through the door, and everybody looks, and everybody's like smiling, like, "Oh, he made it." I'm like. You just interrupted the funeral, you <laughs> dick. <laughs> like, y- you were clearly late to the thing. Like, obviously, it was a, a device to make it seem yeah. like, mm, is he going to come? Oh, yeah. and last minute, he totally comes through. Yeah. But I'm like, you interrupted a funeral, you <laughs> fucking thoughtless dick. Uh, yeah, like the uh, the people running the funeral were like, wait, 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 a loving moment's about to happen. Yeah, we'll exactly. Nobody else knows what's going on with them, so they're not all holding their breath yeah. waiting for Thor's brother to We were show all up. wondering if he'd show up. Yeah. Yeah, and then he does, and then she's like, mm, he does love me. Yeah. And the fucking end. Why is it called the last song? What's the last song she plays or oh, writes or because, appears? Or- because her dad, <laughs> Greg Kinnear... Greg Kinnear. Yeah. Uh, he pl- uh, he plays her dad. I think I mentioned that. Um, and he's the one who taught her how to play piano. And then uh-huh. she stopped playing when they got a divorce, and she's like, I'm never playing piano again because I'm yeah. a bitch. And then, um, and then when he dies, she's, he's writing the song for her. Uh-huh. The last um, song. And it's the last song he wrote, I guess. Right. And then he and then she finishes the song and <laughs> plays it at his uh at his funeral and Gotcha. Yep. Sounds wonderful. And it's wrecking ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is the song. So she plays it while she's swinging naked from the fucking raft. This is for you, Greg Kinnear. <laughs> this is for you, Dad. Greg Kinnear starts swinging naked from the raft. Oh, yeah. Your hammers are delicious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Mm. I'm glad you finally had a uh, Sparks. It was like, moment. oh my God. By the end of it, I just wanted it to be over. Yeah. Yeah. At least you um, were able to get up and walk around and like maybe pause it or whatever. I had to go see his fucking movie in the theater. Yeah. <sighs> Let me tell you, at least there was... You were the lucky one. I know. At least oh, mine, oh. mine had ghosts in it. Yeah, I was just going to say, sorry, one other thing, Thor's brother was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> That's no I joke. wish. Oh, was that? It was Safe Haven, the Nicholas Parks one? Yeah. yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't the lucky one. No, that's one. That's one too. Oh, that man. is also one. I think I had to see that. Did not you saw that too? I think I saw that too. Yeah. You saw the theater. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, that was the one with uh, the war and uh, Zach. Yeah, yeah. Efron and I got shit. A photo. Yeah, yeah. That was. Yeah, right. I forgot that I watched that. I pushed that completely out of my mind. There's there's yeah. a Richard Gere Diane Lane one too that I always want to call it Nights with Rodan. Yeah, but it's not Rodan. It's oh. something else. Uh, okay. Well, you got punished for that, but we had to get punished as well by listening to an album yes. so greg and i listened to an album of casey's choosing because he yeah. lost last time i sure did guys. so yeah this album mechanical, mechanical bullshit bull. yeah <laughs> mechanical bull by kings of leon shit 
shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I've uh, never really listened to this band. I know you guys had enjoyed their early work. Uh, yeah, when they first came out, I liked uh, their first two albums. I went nuts for the first two albums. I thought they're, they're, they're really good albums. Great they, they're totally albums. tainted for me now. I can't go back to them. No. Which is a bummer. Uh, but, yeah, because they were really good when they were just like this kind of dirty, like, sort of southern rock version of the Strokes or something okay. like that. Um, and, you know, the, what's his face can really sing. He's got pipes on him and stuff. And uh, An interesting singing voice. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then they just were like, well, it's time to be you too. Yeah. Uh, well, first they tried to be the Pixies a little bit. Yeah. And that was kind of gross. That's where I was like, and eh, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They've and, never been that great lyrically. No, no. And that's the okay. Um, then their sex was on fire. Yeah, it was just like this is the worst band ever. That was kind of when they came on my radar. <laughs> yeah. and it turns out that Thor's brother was the one who set it on fire. <laughs> Everybody blamed. I Greg always Kinnear. thought it was because Greg Kinnear fell yeah, asleep yeah. beside them. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so this okay. this is their their newest album, two thousand thirteen. It's yeah. it's got a shitload of songs on it from. From the one I listened to, I, yeah, well, I bonus tracks. Okay, so it, officially it ends at eleven songs. Okay, and that's where I fucking stopped. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't listening to more. Now, this album is so fucking boring. Really boring. Yeah. I would say that I can't exactly say it's such a terrible album. It's just because it's for them. There isn't anything as strikingly or aggressively bad or irritating as Sex on Fire. Yeah. There's I nothing like that. that. Um, it's so ju- it's, it's just, just like a crappy middle of the road. Like, exactly. Kind of, all the songs are middle of the road too. All They're the songs all just like sort of ballady, sort of not. Yeah. Some of the you're like some of them to have the U two thing. Some of them are a little bit more like dancey or like or sure. like a, like I don't know upbeat. Some but some of them do kind of have that like shine of U two. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shiny, sort of shimmery pinky, guitar. Yeah. Yeah. That one song. What's it called? Crossroads or. Some nonsense. I, like, I was like, "What is the guitar lines from some other song?" I yeah, know, it's one of their songs or <laughs> uh, something like that. Comeback story. That yeah, it's like I. This is something. Somebody else's thing. Yeah, but, they, like the first, the big single and the first track on the album really bums me out. It's called Super Soaker. Yes, what a great song. <laughs> oh, yeah, Super Soaker. Gross. Yeah, and what is the chorus? Is uh, I'm a super soaker. I red, white, and blew them all away. Yeah. Oh, God. Brilliant. Really? Yeah. Brilliant. What does that. any of that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But he sings it all like, I'm a super soaker. I red, white, and blue them all away. He's yeah. getting like, he's, when he's doing his, when he's not trying to hit just like big Bono notes, he's like going like, remember when we were like a cool band? Yeah. And now it's become like a character. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no yeah. way. He sounds like really goofy when he does that, it. Like, yeah. Like, what can you walk and do? I'm a rock and roll player. Yeah. I'm a rock and roll player. What can Yeah. And it was interesting for me to listen to this album, like not having any uh, mm-hmm. real like hold on, like this band used to be cool or anything. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So it was even less like of a disappointment or a letdown, or it was just kind of like well, this is a gross album that I wouldn't have yeah, listened they, to they otherwise. Can't let me down or disappoint me anymore. Yeah. It is over. They couldn't. They, even if they made a great rock and roll record, again, yeah, I wouldn't. I couldn't enjoy it. Yeah, because they're such a. And when you see them interviewed too, or read interviews with them, there's just. Ugh. <laughs> it was just gross. Yeah, just unlikable people. Yeah, there's yeah. just yeah. This the, the the one thing that they reminded me of, and I mentioned this to you guys on Facebook, is there's a band that I that I like called Vietnam. They kind of have like a southern classic rock vibe to them, but there's something interesting about them, and I felt like this band is that, but with none of the things that interest me. It's just like <laughs> this garbage. 
ex- every every song is 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 expected that plays out the way this yep. perfect little nugget of a song that you oh, can yeah. just put on the radio and yeah, there's, there's wow. No- well, that's that's the thing is that that's just what they do. Like yeah. their first couple albums are super catchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it just didn't seem like the intention was to have every song a radio hit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even and the then every song that- after like from Sexy Fire onward. Yeah. It, and even the songs that like, because I mean, there's 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 a, a certain amount. I mean, there's not a lot, but there's a bit of variety. Like this song sounds like a U two song, and this one's more upbeat, and this one has more distortion on it. <laughs> like it's a little. There is some like variety, but in the variety, they still all have that in common. Yeah. That they're all little nuggets that you could put on the radio yeah. and sell like a Doritos <laughs> yeah, yeah, bag totally. or something. Like, right. I think it's less shitty than. I don't know how many albums they put out. So not the last one, but the one with Sex on Fire. Yeah. I, I think it's less shitty than that. Like that, that was really like, that was a couple, but like that was like three or four albums yeah, yeah. before. So th- it's that that was really like blech. yeah. Just then this one just is easy to tune out. Yeah, totally. it wasn't hard to. But it's totally forgettable too because I had to do a refresher today before I came here. Like I don't remember. Yeah, what I don't remember any of this. Like, yeah, me too. So I, I don't ran through a couple of songs. I'm like, yeah, these suck, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's bad. It's just yeah, really boring. Paint by numbers, crap ass yeah. radio rock. Yeah, and like they were like an interesting band when they started out because it well, part of it was because they were so young too, and they just sounded like these kids who are just like stumbling through and accidentally making cool rock yeah. and roll yeah. songs. Yeah, and like there's a the, term and the, in the that. production of it too was kind of dirtier and kind of like sounded a little more basementy. Yeah, there was something a little more authentic about it from that angle. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but now, yeah, they're just far too shiny. Their jackets are just ugh, crisp and clean. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Fuck their jackets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, he just, he sounds like a goofy fucking, the worst Muppet now. Yeah. I think it's real. That actually makes me want to listen to the album now that he's doing a caricature of his whole thing he used to do here. Yeah. <laughs> I took one on a temple. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What does that remind me of? Yeah, it reminds me of something too. There's something pretty great about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, Just boo. Yeah, so it reminds me of Bill Hader doing James Carville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is weird. Um, Mm-mm. all right. Well, now we got to get to another punishment album. Yeah. So yeah, it Casey really, gets to give us another. It disappoints me that you guys don't want to listen to an album that's the same all the way through. Oh shit. <laughs> Because I thought you guys thought would you really enjoy whatever. this. God damn it. What are you giving it? Okay. Well, one of my favorite artists of all time, and I use the term artist. Sounds artiste. like you're being 100% sincere when you say this. 100% sincere, you yeah. guys. One of my favorite uh, artists of all time is um, Moby. Okay. Now, he's got a new album. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? Does he? Yes. Yeah. Came out, albums? It came yeah. out yesterday, Tuesday, uh, I think, right? Yeah. It's called Innocence. Yeah. Um. So why don't you guys listen to Moby okay. for a week? God Christ. damn it. Now, see, <laughs> I, I really like a lot of music that I think the big album that Mo was at play. Yeah. I, I, I really like a lot of, like, electronic music, and I feel like at the point in which that album came out, there's a lot of other artists surrounding Moby that I'm really into right. in the same genre. But he's always been one that I've just never actually no. went to listen to because I was like, it's probably going to be really bad. The thing, about, <laughs> the thing about that album... I have all these other artists that are good. <laughs> the thing about that album was there are so many songs on it that he samples that I'm yeah. like, just you shut up and play that song. Yeah, I want to hear that blues song. Yeah. Stop fucking it up with your pretentious bullshit yeah and beats uh yeah with your mad beats <laughs> yeah. with a zest. i mean so, he's a genius though because that album sold like fucking crazy oh, yeah. it, it has 12 
like car hit, commercials yeah. on it. Yeah. Yep. You know? Yeah. Does that make him a genius, though? Well, it made him rich. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't yeah. have anything else. Like, where, where was that? Stars? We were all made of yeah. stars? Oh, Garbage Jesus. song? Like, yeah. Well, at least that had Corey Feldman. <laughs> um, but this album actually has guest appearances from Wayne Coyne. Now, I'm not a big fan of uh, Flaming Lips, of Flaming Lips I li- I so like, that's not a selling point. I like them. I, I don't know a lot of their output, but the albums that I have heard, I enjoyed. Uh-huh. I like Soft Bulletin. Yeah, I, like I can't pink get into robots. it. And, and yeah, the robots. Yeah, and, yeah I, I try every couple of years, but I can't get into it. I yeah. prefer them when they were just crazy. A, a, no, or, when they were just a band, like a kind of middle of the road rock band that was trying to sound like Pavement. Okay, yeah, yeah, know, like early, the scrappier early stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, she don't yeah. use jelly and stuff like that. I like, mm-hmm. I like that stuff for the stuff that because yeah. it's aping stuff that I like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now that enough, I hated them when they were when they came out. I saw them uh, live in ninety. Uh, I don't know, five or six yeah. or something like that, opening for Porno for Pyros. Yeah. That was a whole bad... Uh, everything about that was yeah. bad. They sucked, and I was like, fuck this band and yeah. their shit-ass fucking fake music, yeah. and now Porno for Pyros can suck my balls. <laughs> fuck you, Perry Farrell. Yeah. Ah, I was so bummed out. Yeah. Anyway. Sweet. Well, Moby. Well, if you don't like if you don't like his appearance, you got Mark Lanigan on the back half oh. of this thing, too. So. Really? Yeah. That that's can't interesting. go together well. No, no. That's not going to be good. I like <laughs> Mark Lanigan when he's yeah. working with uh, Josh Homme. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so um, his solo stuff in the last few years has been pretty good. And yeah. and there's a couple of Screaming Trees songs that I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm, intru- I, I'm cautious about going into this Moby album, but I'm yeah. not... I'm, I'm, Interest, it, there's a level of interest. Is, sure. be, is there? I'm just gonna be <laughs> a bored. little. I feel like it's gonna be boring. For a while, though, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's get rolling. What are we rolling for this week? Um, Our good movie this week will be Gravity. Yes, Gravity. Gravity. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. So yeah. if I get Gravity, I'll talk about it again or see something else in yeah. theaters. Um, but it's 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 the event. Yeah. Even at, the, even at already one. having seen it, it's the event. Yeah. No matter what sure. you think about it, it's a fucking event. Yeah. So Gravity is going to be the winner, and Loser is going to be... Runner, runner. Runner, runner, push people into the crocodile, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dundees. <laughs> <laughs> ben, ben Affleck <laughs> pushing people into crocodiles. Uh, crocodile Dundee. I don't really know what this movie is about. It's Timberlake. It's is, a buddy yeah. cop with Paul Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> ben Affleck. No, it's Justin Timberlake, and there's gambling, and yeah, then he's a gambler. He, yeah. And then uh, you know the entire movie. Go watch the trailer and you'll be like, I feel like I don't need to see this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because it tells everything. Yeah. And also because it looks fucking terrible. Because it looks terrible. (laughs) It's getting like 30% right now. Yeah. All right. Casey's rolling for uh, Gravity versus Crocodile Gambler. I got a four. That's better than I've been doing. Yeah. All right. I'm rolling on my bouncy tile. Served me well lately. And I rolled a six. six certainly. Uh, I don't Four want to see and this six. fucking runner runner. Greg Four. is rolling. And he rolled a three. Sweet balls. Greg gravity. is going to see runner runner. Yeah. We're going to talk about gravity next week. Yeah. Yeah. God. All right. I'm pleased. I Me want too. to see gravity. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> uh. Yeah, sweet. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you got one of those one of those awesome weeks where you get to go see a shitty movie yeah. and listen to a shitty, shitty album. album. Yeah. I feel like Runner Runner is going to be really garbage. But really I, boring. I think I'm just going to have a really boring week. Yeah. I mean, listen to this boring yeah, movie album, album yeah. and then see this fucking movie about yeah. I feel like Runner Runner is going to feel a lot like Parker, that shitty Statham yeah. movie. I feel like it's going to be like 21, like that 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 card um, counting movie. Emil Hirsch? Like, 
Yeah, is or is it? Was? I don't think so. Oh. But I feel like it's just going to be this like really slick, like excite, like quote unquote exciting movie that yeah. will probably go by quite fast. But the whole time you're going to be like, oh, how long? Yeah, it is. you're just yeah. going to be like, what? Why did he do that? Yeah. What? All right. Uh, well, come back next week and listen to us talk about Gravity and Runner Runner, and we will also be talking about that Moby album. Moby um, album. I've got so many Punishment albums, though. It's just <laughs> it's almost worth it. I when was the last time you lost I know. a fucking it's been roll? Quite a while. It's been a long, time. The been a long time. I know. You used to be the biggest loser in the whole <laughs> wide world. <laughs> and now I win on the podcast, and I'm still the biggest loser <laughs> the biggest in the whole loser. wide world. <laughs> and also, you're on that show, The Biggest Loser, loser trying because to get- you used to be a big fat guy yeah um yeah so i uh, i got some punishment albums when the time comes um yeah so you can find us online go to twitter.com slash synwpc or go to facebook.com slash synwpc and follow us on facebook we got fucking posts about movies and trailers and shit lots on there for you and then you can also go to modernspear.com and read about movies listen to time bandits listen to faculty of horror all sorts of stuff to do on the website yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for this week. Yeah. Uh, I suppose, <laughs> if you'll allow it, we'll see you next week. Oh. Yeah. Or... There's a ghost in Safe Haven. No. <laughs> <laughs> see you later, Internet. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The secret to visibly firmer summer ready skin is here. Osea's number one best selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu dot com code GLOW.